Jonathan, last time we spoke, we finished off with this idea that you had of what would happen if we never launched Gutenberg? Yeah. What, what would happen if WordPress still had that, what we now call the classic editor? What would maybe, what would we be working on instead? And how would we feel about the WordPress project in comparison to some of the other site builders out there? What would happen in, um, and by that, I mean like medium and you yeah. know, these sorts of things. What would happen in terms of the plugin ecosystem? What would WordPress look like? It's a really interesting question. Mm-hmm. So I love this question for a lot of reasons. The first thing that comes to mind is, is if you take this concept of, of momentum, WordPress has so much momentum that I think we could probably have, be having this conversation right now. And if Gutenberg hadn't happened, we might be talking about WordPress showing its age a little bit or some specific things, but probably not much would have happened right now, only two, a couple years later. Okay. Like there's still so much momentum. My feeling is that you know, we'd still ride that for a while. Like it would take a while before you'd start to see anything serious on the horizon. Okay. What do you think? You agree? Disagree? Uh, ambivalent. I see. I, I can see. I can see your point now, but, but there's a, a dark side to that, which is, it's like, uh, that's the thing about this, this concept. So Mark in the, in the piece, disrupting WordPress references, Clayton Christensen, who talks about the innovators dilemma. And this idea that like over and over again, companies end up getting, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to probably butcher the concept a little bit, but basically get disrupted by another company that did something that the other, that the older company knew about and saw coming, but decided that it wasn't important enough Mm -hmm. or, and they just often weren't capable of making the change because it would have hurt so much. Disruption is a painful process. Yes. And so most Folks just like, no, okay, yeah, maybe we get it, maybe not. We'll just kind of see what happens, but they don't deal with it. It's too uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And so eventually something else does it for them. And because of how much momentum WordPress has, I think we could probably be insulated from those trends for a long time. And so like when I look at WordPress now, what are we, 38%? I My guess is that that's not really a... Gutenberg hasn't had a huge impact on that positively or negatively is my guess. I don't have a basis for that. I don't think we would start to really see the impacts of Gutenberg until if it wasn't there, I think we'd eventually, I don't think we would continue that momentum indefinitely. I think we'd eventually be disrupted by something else. Mm-hmm. Whereas with it there, I think we're getting closer to another sort of run in progress, which then brings other things to talk about. Should WordPress, what happened? Do we want WordPress at 80%? What does that look like? Right. Yeah, that that's a whole nother episode. Uh and an interesting one. But when we think about you know what WordPress might look like, um you know, I, I tend to think that I would be feeling a little bit disappointed at the age of it. Right? Yeah. Like I I was so excited by Gutenberg in the early days because finally we're breaking out of this cycle of word in a box. Do you know what I mean by that? Like just the word controls in a box on the page. Um, and I remember there being a lot of talk in the early days of exactly what you're saying of, of innovating based on what we see in other parts of the industry. And we called it leapfrogging. 
we looked at Squarespace, we looked at Wix, we looked at Medium, and we said, well, what are the best things about these platforms and can we leapfrog that? Can we be inspired by that and produce something even better? And I like that idea. You know, in general, I like that idea. But one of the big criticisms of the way Gutenberg happened is like, did we throw out too much when we were innovating? Mm. Like, did we throw out the baby with the bathwater sort of thing? Hmm. Oh, man, what's interesting to me, like when I think about the old, like older WordPress, where I was starting, where well, both as a developer and like as someone observing the space, like there was so much happening around the editor, right? Like the custom fields, yeah. the, the like there was so much. You were starting to get more and more complex. The applications that were being sort of built around, it, and the editor was just sort of there. Yeah, we're, we have not finished the metamorphosis. Where you can see, though, there's a clear paradigm shift that's happening around this concept of blocks. Where prior, like what was starting to happen is the editor was just becoming kind of a thing, and builders were coming in, built entirely new interfaces around it, yeah. uh, or a hodgepodge of different interfaces to do different types of things. And it was all kind of it was working. Yeah, there was Shortcake, which was a yeah. feature plugin to to make it easier to insert registered shortcodes. Advanced custom fields kind of became, you could use that, like kind of just hide the editor and build entire complex applications out of that. Yeah. Or some of these forms plugins that just kept getting bigger and bigger. And then the builders, of course, you have your, your divvies, your beaver builder, Elementor, I feel uh, not to mention the older generation. Go ahead. It, and, and that's part of what's lost, right? Is yes, WordPress was used as a blogging platform, but so many people used WordPress as a sort of base foundational um, CMS for their application, right? They'd throw out the editor and they'd start putting in custom fields. They'd throw out the content and start with custom meta boxes. And it, it wasn't about posts and pages. It was about the very concept of custom post types, the very concept of custom taxonomies and how those things can be sort of woven together to create these custom applications and websites. And when we got Gutenberg, all of a sudden these paradigms were sort of thrown out the window. Yes, there's still custom posts and yes, there's still custom taxonomies, but it's not easy in any way really to be able to work with those in in the framework, sort of in the head zone of Gutenberg. There, we are in a bit of a transition. I, I, I built an application the other day that uh, used a combination of things. Uh, I used you know, custom post type. I used custom post type UI to create it. I used uh, Genesis blocks to create a interface. Very nice. For yeah, it was it worked great because I I want I had a, a data store. I had like some records that I wanted to store in the database, and I wanted to be able to render them on the page with some results. And I wanted to I wanted it to be there so that I could do more complex things with it in the future. And I wanted it just to be really simple to manage. And it. Well, I think what was the downside of this was that it required a fair amount of like specialized knowledge. I knew I could pull in Genesis blocks to do this. I knew I could use uh, ad- admin columns pro. I ended up using to basically create this custom UI in the admin that I'd use to manage and add in- add modify the rows and add more rows and fairly complex. And I'm really happy with the output. It took a fair amount of specialized knowledge for me to know how to pull those pieces together. And when it was all done, I'm like, sweet, look at this. I've got a custom block. I have a drop down that pulls from the data set and then it renders it out automatically. And it was, it was fun. It, I enjoyed putting it together. 
But not as simple as it used to be back in the day, right? Like once upon a time, you needed ACF and maybe an add-on and that was it? You know, not as simple. However, in some ways, like it it was like I only had to do a little bit of code. I had to write a little bit of code for the blocker output. And I used Genesis blocks to do that, mm. right? Where I was like, all right, I wanted, I wanted to render as a list item like this. I, oh, I saw it as a Genesis promise. Of so Genesis custom blocks. Custom blocks. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I'm, I get you. You're branding confused. Hmm. Uh, the old block lab plugin. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that is, that is a plugin that obviously I'm, I'm very passionate about, but, but really makes things accessible. And yes. ACF has its own version of that, of course, as well. But without those sorts of plugins out there, things are really, really difficult to make, and especially admin interfaces, right? You're talking about a front-end output here, which, which I'm, you know, you've managed to create, and, and it sounds like you've done a good job of it, uh, and, and you're able to use existing tools and all of that sort of thing. So great. I'll have to show it to you sometime. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, definitely send it through. But one thing that I've been working on lately is, I mean, let's talk about Genesis Custom Blocks. When we built that... Yeah. We needed to create, this is a bit meta, so hang in there with me. We needed to create an admin interface for building custom blocks. Yeah. Right. Where you're going to add the title of the block and the fields that are in the block, choose an icon for it, that sort of thing. So we wanted to create an admin interface. And the only paradigm that we had for doing that was the old style of the WordPress editor. Yeah. So we, our custom blocks are you know, registered as custom posts. You know, it's a custom post type called blocks. And those blocks don't use Gutenberg. That doesn't make any sense. How are you supposed to do that? Actually, we're working on a refactor right now that transitions from the old style to the new, right? We're getting to do this fun exercise of reimagining what would our plugin look Mm -hmm. like if Gutenberg had always been part of WordPress and sort of building it from that perspective, but very, very, I don't think I've seen a single plugin do this. Do you know of any plugins that use sort of Gutenberg, the full screen takeover of Gutenberg without any menu on the left uh, and use sort of Gutenberg components to build out their primary admin no. interface? It, no, it's I not don't. done, right? Like, so, so yeah, we still have a ways to go. We're working on that now. It's actually really cool, really exciting. And we've run into a bunch of challenges you know, we couldn't just use the sidebar component from Gutenberg because it's not customizable enough. We had to recreate that. And I remember being shocked when I, when we first started on this. I was like, hold on a second. Like, this is an admin interface for our plugin. Why don't we have a sidebar? There should be a sidebar so that I can sort of go to the plugin right. screen or the dashboard. But no, that doesn't exist in Gutenberg. So, of course, you know, with a Gutenberg paradigm, we had to put that WordPress menu in the top left, and that was it. It was so, a really sort of surprising situation. There's an, there's something in – so I, I don't mean this as a criticism. I'm, I'm a big fan of all the folks that put time and effort into this. When I think about – it does feel like some a lot of the work being done on Gutenberg, this is the feeling, whether it's accurate or not, right – is is not being done with the broader like application development aspect of WordPress in mind. Thinking of WordPress like an operating system that people build things on. Right. And and I can't say that it's not thought of, just the experience of like people are doing a lot more than 
I was going to about to say a lot more than content, but a lot of it is just more complex things around content, really just opening up like, I, I want to make this. And I want to put this here. I'm really confident we're going to get there. I think we shouldn't take getting there for granted. And it's experiences like you're having now creating this stuff that ultimately say, okay, well, we need to perhaps make the way that we do this in core more accessible so that others can get in. There's always a balancing act there, right? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm curious. To, go ahead. I, I think that the main difference, I know I totally agree with you that, that the persona that Gutenberg seems to be targeting is the blogger. Right or, or the content right. editor, uh, the person who's just trying to put content onto their website, and and not necessarily people who are trying to build out complex applications. I think part of what we've lost it, here's another way of framing it: is traditionally WordPress, you've been able to set it up in a sort of no code MVC sort of approach, yes. right? Model view controller is an old programming paradigm where you we could say it like this where the model was defined in ACF, right? Advanced yep. custom fields. We define what fields and, and the model is set up with you know, our custom post types UI or, you know, the code that we'd write to do the equivalent. Yep. And then the controller is the admin interface that we've now created and being able to you know, enter in data and control that sort of thing. And the view was the template. And we'd code up, code up the template. And so that was like a mindset that, that worked really well for application development is, is traditionally WordPress worked like that. But with Gutenberg, the template and the controller are sort of built into one and you have more control over the template and it just gets fuzzy, right? It's not quite as clear. I think that there's a plugin that doesn't exist yet, that there just needs to exist that will solve all of these problems, right? I, I want to reframe this idea of complex applications. Like, because I agree like that. I mean, there are very complex applications that are built. When I think about WordPress at its heart, WordPress to me is about like empowering creativity on the open web, right? And it's this idea that people can come up with things where they put together combinations of things and just make businesses, projects, like, things that games, kind of whatever, things that it's kind of giving them these building blocks, pun intended, I suppose, that they can just put all sorts of things together that they couldn't otherwise do. And I think that's there. It's just harder now than I think it can be. And that's where some of the opportunity is. Yes, complex applications, but for me, it's more of like people being able to come up with a thing that they want to do and have a low barrier of entry to putting it together. I think you're right. I feel like there's some plugins there that are missing ACF opened up so much of that in the old paradigm. What's going to do that in the new? 